Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. Standing in for your host, Adam Graham, I'm Nathan Caldwell. Want more adventure? Then you should probably check out Tales of the Dim Night and all of the sequels over at LaserAndSword.com. Today, we start a brand new serial, the phony housing racket. It seems like our friends have a lot of trouble with phonies out there. And these phonies apparently mean business because they always get themselves in harm's way. But then again, I guess it wouldn't be much of a Superman episode if they didn't. So without further ado, let's get in there and let's see episodes one and two of the phony. Housing. Racket. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Superman streaks his speedy path to the rescue of Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin, he has yet to learn that the Crooked Song publishers were but one of far more serious and dangerous rackets. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, that old saying, as much fun as a barrel of monkeys, is kind of out of date nowadays. Yes, sir, now it's as much fun as a collection of pet comic buttons. Because that new series of comic buttons that come in packages of Kellogg's Pep is a barrel of fun. Why, there's a doggone smart looking in the first place. The full-color pictures of your funny paper favorites stand out like anything against that clear white background. Then, there's the kick that you get out of adding another button to your collection every time Mom opens a new package of Pep. And even more fun swapping duplicates with your friends. Now, there are 18 new and different buttons in this new series. Friends like Toots and Casper and Flash Gordon and Superman, of course. And you'll want to collect them all. So remind Mom to get you plenty of Kellogg's Pep, because that's the only way you can get these exciting prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere, but you get a comic button every time you open a package of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. That's the good whole wheat cereal with a catchy sunshine flavor, you know. The tender, crisp, golden toasted flakes that keep you coming right back for more. So ask Mom for lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. In attempting to trap two racketeer song publishers who had fleeced editor White's little cook, Poco, out of $450, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin, the Daily Planet copy boy, were themselves trapped. Tied up and left in the locked office of the racketeers, Jimmy and Beanie accidentally overturned a smoking stand and started a fire that swept through the ancient office building. After Beanie had been overcome by the smoke, Jimmy managed to dial a telephone with a pencil held between his teeth and calling Clark Kent succeeded in gasping out where he was before collapsing. 
As we continue now, Kent in his true identity of Superman is rocketing through the skies and approaching the blazing building. Below him, he sees a great crowd and several companies of firemen battling the spectacular blaze. Listen. Great Scott. That building is going up like a matchbox. Jim and Beanie are trapped in it somewhere. But where are they? I don't see them. Better circle the building again. Away! Still don't see them. Maybe I'm too late. Maybe they both... Wait a minute. Down there in that office. Two boys on the floor. Yes, it's Jim and Beanie. Down to them. Down! Jim. Beanie. They're unconscious. Only they're still alive. Uh-oh. Better get going fast before that ceiling falls on us. Up with them. Now, Jim. There we are. Now, out of here in a hurry. Up and away! brain crackpot idiotic stunts I ever heard of. Why did you and Beanie try to bag a couple of big-time racketeers all by yourselves, Olsen? Why? Why? Chief, oh, Mr. Chief, I mean, Mr. White, how were we to know they were such bad eggs? Oh, that's right, Chief. How were you to know? You said you suspected they were dishonest in the first place, didn't you? Well, of course, Chief. Jim knows that legitimate publishers don't solicit songs from amateurs, and that they never ask the author to pay part of the publishing costs like they asked Poco, but okay, still... Okay, okay. So they knew they were dealing with crooks. And they knew Poco had been tricked into putting up $450 by those phonies who never had any intention of publishing his song. So why did they do it? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Chief. Jim is ready to admit he made a mistake, and I'm sure he won't make the same one again. He meant well. He wanted to recover Poco's money and prevent other people from being fleeced like that. Sure. Plenty of people are swindled every day by racketeers. Well, that's because they don't think. Well, they don't stop to investigate these smooth talkers before they hand over their hard-earned money. Oh, how are you going to tell when a man's on the up and up? It's easy enough to ask for references before you pay out money to a stranger. Or to consult the Better Business Bureau or the Chamber of Commerce or your lawyer or your banker, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Wait a minute, Chief. That gives me an idea. As Jim said, people are being swindled out of thousands of dollars every day by racketeers. And there are so many of them, the police can't round them all up. Let's us do something to help the law. Us? What do you mean, Mr. Ken? The Daily Planet can do a lot to scotch the operation of slickers like Professor Blessing by asking our readers to contact us when they've been swindled. Or when they suspect someone might be trying to take them in. Then we can investigate and blow the racket wide open. Hmm. Oh, you mean put on sort of a racket-busting campaign? Sure, that's right, Jim. Gee, it's a swell idea. What do you say, Chief? Well, you may have something there, Kent. Sounds as if it may make a good public service feature, and it can't hurt our circulation either. I'll tell you what. what? You and Lois... Uh... Oh, I forgot. Lois is still in California. Well, you head up this new department alone, then. And Jim can help it. Well, get busy on it right away. Okay. Uh, knock out a story for page one, all about the danger of rackets. Uh-huh. How much money is swindled from innocent citizens every day? You can get the figures from the DA's office. Uh-huh. And how we want our readers to cooperate with us, and so on, okay, and so Chief. on. Uh, set up a regular feature. Uh, say, uh, full page in the picture section every day. Right. We'll drive the racketeers out of Metropolis, or I'll know why. <laughs> Kent speaking. This is Inspector Henderson. Oh, hello, Inspector. Hope you're going to tell me you caught up with Professor Blessing and Froggy. Uh, no such luck, Kent. Now, listen. I've just seen the Daily Planet. Uh Uh-huh. Do you fellas mean what you're saying? That you'll stop at nothing to expose and help drive the racketeers out of Metropolis? You bet we do, Inspector. Well, 
Oh, in a second. Uh, I mean, in a, in a few minutes. Good. I've got a story for you that'll knock your eyes out. Yeah? That is, if you and Perry White have the courage to follow through on it. What do you mean, if we have the courage? Get off your high horse now and get down here as quickly as you can, Jim. Bring White with you and I'll tell you all about it. Right. We'll be there in two shakes. Bye. Intrigued by Inspector Henderson's promise of a big story for the Daily Planet's racket-busting campaign, Clark Kent Collar's editor Perry White. Together, they hurry from the Daily Planet to police headquarters. What has Inspector Henderson in mind? We'll return in a moment to find out. So stand by. Say, gang, here's something that'll really hand you a laugh. It's that picture of Goofy from Harold Teen, one of the brand-new series of comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pep. Talk about comical, or you'll start to chuckle the minute you see that silly grin on his foot face and, and in his standout ears and the way he wears that old hat sitting right back in his head. Yes, sir, Goofy is sure on the beam when it comes to fun. And all the rest of those 18 new pep comic buttons, too. For instance, the Toots and Casper and the Inspector and Barney Google, Pat Patton, Tess Trueheart, Chief Brandon, and Vitamin Flintheart from Dick Tracy and Superman, of course. Well, you'll want to collect all 18 of these new and different buttons and sport them on your jacket or your dress or cap. So ask Mom to keep you supplied with lots of Kellogg's Pep because that's the only way you can get these exclusive prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere, but there's a comic button prize inside every package of Pep you open. And there's a prize of good eating, too, because Pep is the whole wheat flake cereal with those come-back-for-more flavors. Yes, sir, Pep is so loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Clark Kent and Perry White have just arrived at Metropolis Police Headquarters where Inspector Henderson is saying... Uh, you say in the planet that you want to help drive the racketeers out of Metropolis, gentlemen, and that you'll stop at nothing to do it. Are you sure? Well, of course we're sure. We wouldn't say anything we don't mean. Okay. But what I have in mind is daring and dangerous. Okay, spill it. What's the story? Just this. I can give you a terrific story about a racket that's costing Metropolis citizens a fortune every day, and which we believe is responsible for two unsolved murders. Well, let's have it. All right. Here it is. Now, you know, of course, that the housing shortage has resulted in quite a few rackets. Oh, it certainly has. Crooks have resorted to all sorts of tricks to take advantage of returned G.I.s as well as other citizens who need a roof over their heads. Well, mm-hmm. we've heard a lot about that. So what? Well, the worst racket we've come across, and the one I admit we can use some help on, is this. Certain individuals who we believe are part of a vicious ring have been opening offices here and there and circularizing returned veterans. Offering them lots for sale and saying they'll build home on the lots as soon as possible. Uh-huh. Go on. Well, now, naturally, they're flooded with answers from people who need homes. They take the applicants out and show them the lots for sale. Usually in the suburbs, of course. And show them plans for every sort of home. Then they take deposits from 500 to $2,000 on the land and the proposed home. I see. Then when the time comes for the purchaser to take title to his land, he finds out that the crooks who sold it to him never owned it. What? What? Yes, these racketeers are selling land they don't own and taking deposits to build houses on it. Right, Scott. And when they report it to you and you investigate, the racketeers have flown the coop, is that it? Exactly. Their offices are closed and they've vanished until they turn up in a new location practicing the same racket. Well, now look, Inspector, can't you catch up with them by running down all circulars and reports of their activities? Well, we've tried that, Kent. No. We've had one of our men answer every real estate ad, except those published by well-known real estate agents and builders. Mm-hmm. But these racketeers are clever. I know. They obviously screened the answers pretty carefully. Only once did our man fool them. Well, what happened? He was shot 
in front of his home. He was? That's right. Apparently, the racketeers became suspicious of him. Traced him to his house, found out who he was, and finished him before he could even tell us who they were. Right. Uh, another fellow called us up one day. Said he was a veteran who suspected he was being fleeced in a racket like this. Uh-huh. Well, we told him to come in and give us the details. He was shot on his way to headquarters. Hey, that is serious. I think I'm beginning to see what you want the Daily Planet to do, Inspector. Specifically, I want you to play this story to the Hilton, your paper. Give it so much publicity that all citizens will know about it. And investigate thoroughly before they hand over any money. I see. And that way, we can break those phony deals wide open and drive these racketeers out of business. Well, that's one of the most vicious swindles I've ever heard of. We'll work with you, Inspector. Now, wait a minute. I told you I was quite sure a gang was running this racket. Yes? So what? Well, we believe they're already responsible for two murders. All the more reason to smoke them out and bring them to justice. You bet. We'll go to town. Now, let me finish, will you? These fellows have been reaping a fortune, and they've shown they'll go to any length, even murders, to go on milking the public. What are you trying to do, scare us? No, but it's my duty to warn you. If the Daily Planet declares war on this gang, you may very well run into serious personal danger. We're not afraid of danger, Inspector. You bet we're not. Inspector? You're on. We accept the challenge. Their eyes gleaming, Clark Kent and Perry White shake hands with Inspector Henderson, pledging themselves and the Daily Planet to battle one of the cruelest and most vicious rackets ever practiced upon returned veterans and their families. Two murders have already been committed, and Inspector Henderson has warned Kent and White that they are courting danger. What will happen as the Daily Planet challenges the unknown racketeers? Exciting things happen, fellows and girls, and they start happening tomorrow. So be sure to be with us then. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Tap, the sunshine cereal. Think of the wonderful toasty things that taste good on a frosty morning and you think of something crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles. There's that name again, slips in every time. Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal, sort of sweet and metal-rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. So uh, when you think of good-tasting words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, that means crumbles for breakfast, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Faster than a speeding bullet... More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent, the Daily Planet, and the Police Department of Metropolis join forces, determined to tackle the serious and dangerous problem of ridding the city of its swindling racketeers.
Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, there aren't many prizes or such exciting prizes that you can get as easy as those new comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pet. Why, you don't have to spend a single penny of your allowance, and yet you can have the fun of collecting 18 new and different buttons, each one with a true-to-life picture of one of your favorite comic strip characters like Brenda Starr or, or Flash Gordon or Superman himself. Why, it's no end of fun to add to your collection every time Mom opens a new package of pets. Fun to swap duplicates, too. And mighty exciting to wear all your buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap so everyone can see how many you've collected. And did I say these new pet comic buttons are easy to get? Why, you don't even have to send in a box stop. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet and look inside the package for your new comic button. Look out for some, some mighty good eating fun, too, at breakfast when Pet heads the menu. Pet is an appetite tickler from way back, loaded to the brim with a catchy sunshine flavor that sure hits the spot. Good for you, too. Sure, gives you energy vitamin B1 to help you through the morning's work or play. And your whole daily minimum need of sunshine vitamin D that helps build strong bones and teeth. Yes, sir, Mom's glad to get you P.E.P., the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. Aroused by Jim Olsen and Beanie Martin's narrow escape from death when they attempted to trap some racketeer song publishers, editor Perry White promptly accepted Clark Kent's suggestion that the Daily Planet undertake a racket-busting campaign. Immediately following announcement of the campaign, Kent and White were invited to call on Police Inspector Henderson, who told them of a gigantic housing racket being practiced on returned G.I.s and their families, and then asked for the planet's cooperation in smashing the racket, although he warned that it might be dangerous. White and Kent promised full support, and as we continue now in his office at the Daily Planet, the gray-haired editor is issuing instructions to Kent, who, as we know, is Superman. Listen. Now, here's how we start, Kent. Have a four-column head on page one and then shoot the work. Now, wait. Chief, I want please. a big story on this housing racket, and I want you to write it. Okay, okay. But before we go on, Chief, Tell I just Tell the public I... how it works, what to look out for, and instruct them to contact the police or us at once, if and when they're approached by racketeers. Well, but listen, Chief, uh, I... Stop d- interrupting. Put everything into your first story. Everything Inspector Henderson told us. But don't you see... We'll run those dirty swindlers out of Metropolis. All right. Now, you get out of here and go to work. I want to see the crackerjack story in one hour. Well? Well, what are you waiting for? Didn't you hear me say I wanted the story in an hour? Sure, sure, I heard you. Then what are you sitting there like a... like a... like a... like a lump for? Just waiting to make sure you run out of breath and can finish the sentence so I can get a word in. Why, you... Now, listen. I haven't time to listen. I want your copy for our first edition. Oh, you do? It's a big story, Canton. A big story. Don't you realize that? Just it, Chief. I'm afraid it might be too big a story. Too big? What are you talking about? You heard what Inspector Henderson said. He thinks there's a dangerous ring of criminals behind this real estate racket. Well? And he believes they're responsible for those two unsolved murders last week. All the more reason to go right to work on that gang and give them everything we have. Yes, but How long do you think they should get away with selling land they don't own? Well, they should. And taking the last dollar of savings from veterans who fought for their country as deposit on homes they have no intention of ever building. Naturally, they shouldn't get away with it. But do you realize, Chief, that if those racketeers, whoever they are, didn't hesitate to shoot a police detective, they certainly won't hesitate to attempt similar violence against you if we make ourselves a menace to them? Ah, puppy. Racketeers who cheat innocent people out of their money are cowards. That may the be, The moment but... the spotlight of publicity is turned on them and their victims can see the glass in their phony diamonds, they're done for. Maybe true ordinarily. The men behind this housing racket are not small-time thieves. They're in the big money, and they're not going to take Hey, any... look here, Kent. Have you got cold feet? I afraid? Oh, if you knew how funny that was. Then what is the matter with you? Starting this campaign was your idea in the first place. Granted. How I come did... that just as soon as we're on the trail of a big racket, you sound as if you want to back out? It isn't that at all. Just that I'm worried about you. I suggest we hold up the publicity on this thing until I've had a chance to break this particular racket on my own. On your own? Yes. Are you kidding? Not at all. 
Just give me a week at it alone, and I'll And you'll wind up in the city more. Nothing of the sort. Now, listen to me, Chief. Please. Oh, stop it, Ken. Stop it, stop it. You talk like a child. Like a child? The whole police department hasn't been able to track down these racketeers. All right. That's and a... that's why they asked us to help. And now you think you can handle it alone. Oh, I'm quite sure I can. What's more, you know from experience that I can. I'm running this paper, and I told you we're going to break those racketeers by blinding them with publicity. Have I heard now, go to your before. typewriter and write that story. And do it this minute. Okay, okay, Chief. But remember, I warned you. Copy. Copy, boy, on the double. Come on up, Mr. Kent. Oh, here you are, Beanie. Yes, sir. First, it's Mr. Burroughs, please. The lead story for the noon edition. Off you dope, Mr. Kent. I'm on my way. You wanted to see me, Chief? Yes, yes. Inspector Henderson just called, Kent. Oh? He wanted to congratulate us on our page one story in the housing racket today. Uh-huh. He says that's the kind of publicity that'll put those swindlers out of business. Sure, Open sure. the public's eyes. Yes, sir. Publicity and more publicity. And that's what we're going to get them until the leeches are driven out of Metropolis. Well, I just hope nothing worse happens. No, there you go again, worrying about your own price of skin. I'm not worried about my skin. I'm worried about yours and Tim's and Lois's and everyone else on this newspaper. Well, confound it, Kent. You're turning into an old woman. I tell you, racketeers are cowards. They won't dare to get in touch with us. Now, wait a minute. I want to talk to you about the story we're going to run tomorrow. Okay. Where are your wife speaking? Are you the editor of the planet? I am. Who are you? Never mind who I am. Just get this. I want you to pull that so-called housing racket story out of your paper. What, what, what's that? What is it, Chief? You heard me pull that story out and fast. Or you get a chance to be sorry. Is that so? Look, who in blazes are you? I said never mind who I am. I'm just telling you what to do in a nice way. Giving you a chance to save your neck. The next time I won't tell you. Not so nicely, anyhow. Why, of all the... Now, look here, you... you, you, you what is it? Quiet, quiet. Quiet. Uh, listen to me, you you insolent whoever you are. If you think you can scare me, hey. you've got another thing coming. Nobody tells me what to put into the Daily Planet, nor what to take out, either. Okay, but I'm warning you, brother. You're warning me? Why, you, you tin horn coward, you haven't got the nerve to come into my office or even give me your name. Be smart, Mr. White. Don't ask for trouble. Better think over what I say. I have thought it over. And, well, now you listen to me. You... Let me you, see, you get away, Ken. Get away. Will you... Now listen, you, Mr. I'm doing no listening, White, except are you or are you not going to pull that story out of your paper? I am not. And what's more, tomorrow's story will make today's story read like a valentine. Laugh that off, Mr. Racketeer. When that story is out of the next edition, you're all through laughing for good. Think it over, brother. I won't call you again. Hello. 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 Don't waste your breath. Hello. He hung up. Hello. You're right, he did. Well, how do you like that, Kent? That was one of the real estate racketeers, I'll bet. Of course it was. Well, imagine his having the nerve to order me. Order me, mind you, to pull that housing racket story out of the planet. Well, I was afraid something like this would happen, Chief. Well, there's nothing to be afraid of. He was just bluffing. I doubt it. I think he meant business. Now we're in for serious trouble, Chief. Serious trouble. Worried and justifiably so, Clark Kent frowns as he tries to figure the racketeer's next move. Trouble is definitely on the way for our friends. So stand by for the exciting climax of today's episode. You know, gang, one of the best things about this brand new series of comic buttons Kellogg's Pet is putting out is that you keep right on having fun. Yes, sir. That's why Pet put out this new series in the first place, because the other Pet comic buttons have been so popular with the gang, everybody wanted more. And collecting these exciting prizes is not something that you do in a minute and then forget. No, sir, you get loads of fun for weeks and weeks. 
First off, it's mighty exciting to see which button is inside when Mom opens a new package of pets. Maybe it'll be a Judy or Corky from Gasoline Alley, or Cindy, or Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate so that you'll have the fun of scouting around to see which one of your pals has a different button to swap with you. Now, it's a cinch to collect all 18 different buttons in this brand new series. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet and look inside the package for your new comic button. Remember, you can't buy them, and you don't send in either money or a box stop. They come as prizes, one in each package of Kellogg's Pet. And you're going to like Pep for another reason, too, because it tastes so keen. Why, Kellogg's Pep is so full up with catchy, golden toasted flavor that, well, your appetite's going to sit up and take notice every single morning. Ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. In a 10th floor apartment of a fashionable dwelling overlooking the park, one room has been furnished as a handsome modern office. There, seated at a desk, is a square-jawed, heavy-set man. His black hair lightly flecked with gray. His clothes are excellently tailored, and on the little finger of his right hand, he wears a ring with a huge, square-cut diamond. This man is Brock Nielsen, who looks grimly now at his companion, a thin young man named Brownie, with a cynical face, who reclines in a leather armchair, his hat half-tipped over his eyes, a spiral of smoke curling from the cigarette fixed in his lips. Brownie is speaking. Planet to pull that story out of his next edition, and he didn't do it. Now what are you going to do, Mr. Nielsen? What do you suppose I'm going to do? I don't know. Planet's a big newspaper, and it carries a lot of weight. So what? You think I'm going to let them ruin our business? Why, since that first story came out at noon, every one of our salesmen has called up sore as blazes. That kind of publicity will drive all the prospects away. You're telling me. But like I said, what are you going to do about it, if anything? I'm going to do plenty. That is, you are. Me? That's right. You see, White told me he intends to run a story tomorrow that'll be worse than today. Mm, he did? That's what he said. But you're going to fix it so he doesn't run any story about us tomorrow or about anything else either. That's a tall order, Mr. Nielsen. I uh, suppose you've got some idea of how it's to be done. It's simple, Brownie. If there's no Daily Planet and no Perry White either, there can't be any stories about us. Right? No Daily Planet. No Perry White. I don't get it, Mr. Nielsen. Oh, you're slow on the uptake today, Brownie. Could be. Make it easy for me. What's on your mind? A bomb. A bomb? That's right. Or two or three of them if necessary. Enough to blow the Daily Planet and Perry White to kingdom come. And I want it done tonight. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Nielsen. The Daily Planet and White aren't small potatoes like that cop and that veteran we had to take care of. You're asking me to dynamite a big I know exactly space. what I want. And I'm not asking you, Brownie. I'm telling you what to do. Get it? Well, sure, but there aren't any buts. Big money involved here. And neither the Daily Planet and Perry White nor anyone else is going to stop me. I told you what to do and when I want it done. Now get going. Shrugging his droopy shoulders, the thin young man called Brownie rises to his feet, stretches, nods to the hard-eyed man behind the desk, and saunters from the room to dynamite the Daily Planet. Clark Kent was right when he warned Editor Perry White to expect trouble. But now, how will Superman, unaware of the impending catastrophe, be able to avert it? Don't miss tomorrow's thrill-packed episode, fellows and girls. Tune in. Same time. Same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Say, on a shivery morning when your first idea is to beat it down to breakfast quick, gang, that's crumbles weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. That's when you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles, the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. Sort of sweet and mellow rich. And so good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. So when you think of something toasty on a cold morning, think of Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. You know... Good investigative journalism could definitely keep bad people at bay. I haven't heard much of that anymore. The Daily Planet has the right idea here, but they'd better be careful. It was also good to see Henderson backing them up. However, from Henderson, we also know just how dangerous the story could become. Now, Kent wanting to work the story alone is just another way he seems a bit careless about his identity. It's great he cares about everyone, but it's just opening himself up to more scrutiny. When the crook called the planet and threatened them, he said, I'm telling you what to do in a nice way. Well, since when is threatening considered nice? Guys, as you may know, I'll be with you three more episodes. They'll be 30 minutes long, like this one. Then Blaine Dowler will be taking over, and we'll be back to the 15 minutes again. If you want to keep hearing me after I'm gone, or even before for that matter, there's more adventure with Into the Lion's Den audiobook podcast. You can find it on iTunes, or find the streaming link by going to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash protectors of the book. You'll even see what other shows I have up my sleeve while you're there. But until next time, for your host Adam Graham, this is Nathan Caldwell, signing off. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.